welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow others to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to the people around you too. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration a little bit of insight and to bring some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and the young at heart. We have been talking resilience over the last few episodes. Last week we were talking about meditation and mindfulness and of the two last week we went into more depth about meditation. Have you been practising Have you been noticing your breath, emptying your thoughts and not beating yourself up when your mind wanders? I know that happens, right? That was me in my meditation today, drifting off and there's a little stream of thought and then realising, oh, I've gone off into a little rant in my mind again. Just come back, focus on my breath and my breathing in and out and just emptying my mind again. So if that happens, do you know what? It's normal. It's normal. Doesn't mean that your meditation is wasted. Doesn't mean you have to start again. It just is. So do keep practicing. Make five minutes, 10 minutes a day. Just set them aside this week again to practice. And remember to check out the meditations that we've had recorded for you uh, to help, if you like, more of a guided meditation to keep you on track. I tend to use both. I like both. It depends on the day and the mood and how chit-chatty my mind is. And it's great to have the choice. So do go and check them out. You'll find some that have music behind the speaking and the guidance and some that don't. So you choose what you prefer. This week, we're going to have a look at the other one, mindfulness for teens and young people versus meditation. And I'll share with you some mindfulness exercises and ideas for teens as we go as well. So let me remind you before we continue the conversation what mindfulness is. So in mindfulness, the aim is to be aware of the present moment right now and everything that you can experience in that present moment. And when you do that, it distracts you from the thoughts that have been chit-chattering round in your head. Yes, those 30,000 thoughts a day. Did I say 30,000? Double that, 60,000 thoughts a day that might have taken you off into worry or anxiety or stress or feeling down or maybe overwhelm. It's amazing how quickly those thoughts gain momentum, isn't it? From almost like snowballs, from a little snowball, it ends up this great big snowman. And then before you know it, you're in an avalanche of something that you didn't really want. So mindfulness brings you back from that, focusing on what you don't want to focusing on right now. Not on your past, not on the future, not what has been that you're churning over or what could be that you're worried about that hasn't even happened yet, but right into the now moment. Because the only reality that there is, is now, 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 right now, now. (laughs) We only have now. And so 
that's the only place that we get to live and really appreciate. So being mindful is a great way of slowing your thoughts down so that you can feel back in control again. It's perfect to practice as much as possible so that when you need it in times of feeling frustrated or irritated or maybe you're feeling not heard or annoyed or just not understood when you feel those emotions rising and you know it's not going to make the situation any better if you let them keep rising then you can stop take yourself off either to a different space or at least into a different space in your mind to ease those unwanted feelings so they don't escalate I think being a teenager is probably one of the most difficult times in your life because you do often feel misunderstood or not heard or treated like a child when you don't feel like a child anymore. So learning the art of mindfulness and minding your mind is brilliant to master right now in your teens. As a teen, getting used to practising mindfulness is going to massively help you to be more productive, more proactive, more resilient and of course that's what we've been talking about for the last few weeks, giving you tools to help build your resilience, your bounce back ability. It will help you to have more patience. Gosh, there's days when I could do with that. I don't know about you. <laughs> Be able to focus better when you're studying or listening to somebody or even just being more present with your friends and your family. Do you know what? They'll really notice that as well and appreciate the fact that you're being more present with them when you're having a conversation. As you practice mindfulness and then combine it with my friend Bob, noticing your thoughts and being curious about them and wondering, what else could this mean? What if I felt the opposite, focus on something else for a moment, then you'll definitely be able to be more proactive rather than reactive as we chatted about a couple of episodes ago. I love how all these resilience tools for teens and young people all intermingle to create a set of really valuable and practical and empowering tools for you. Combination allows you to take control of your world, your thoughts, your feelings, how you act and how you behave and therefore how other people react to you and ultimately how you choose to become in the world, how you show up, what you decide is your path versus having it chosen for you or even worse, forced upon you. The only world that you have any control of, of course, is that internal world. So here are some easy mindfulness exercises to start with. And I'm sure that you can think of others to make it fun. So mindfulness is the awareness of something, whereas meditation is usually the awareness of nothing, emptying your mind. This is about filling your mind with something else to distract you from unwanted thoughts and feelings. So have a bit of fun with it. As I said, here's some suggestions to get you going. So if you're like most young people that I know of, you've probably got a drink handy. Take a mouthful of whatever drink you have next to you right now, most likely a fizzy one if you're a typical teen, and just hold that mouthful of that drink in your mouth for a moment. Notice if it's fizzy, 
the bubbles popping in your mouth, popping on your tongue. How does that feel? Notice the temperature of that drink in your mouth. Is it room temperature? Is it a little bit chilled? Maybe for you it was a hot drink, not a fizzy drink that you've got next to you. Is it a little bit too hot? Is it a little bit too lukewarm? What is the temperature of it? Notice the flavour of that liquid in your mouth. Is it sweet? Is it sugary? Is it a little bit tangy or a little bit tart? Is it a strong flavour or is it more of a mild flavour or is it water and it has no flavour? Swish it around your mouth a little bit. Notice how that feels before you slowly swallow it and notice can you feel it going down the back of your throat and all the way down into your stomach Can you follow its journey there often if it's a hot drink or a cold drink when you notice you can actually feel when it gets to your stomach if you didn't have a drink with you right now do go and do that when you get a chance to go and grab a drink how about this anybody can do this right now have a look at your hand Hello hand. Be curious about your hand. When was the last time that you really noticed your hand? I bet you haven't done that for a little while. Take our hands for granted, don't we? Don't really take a good look at them unless maybe you've got an itch or you've got a scratch or something that's brought your attention to it or an ache or a pain. But just take a look at that hand right now. What colour is your palm? Is it more than one colour? Is it perhaps light in places, maybe a bit bluish in places where perhaps there's some blood vessels running underneath? Is it darker in places? Maybe you've got a few calluses next to your fingers if you've been, I don't know, if you've been working out in the gym and got a few calluses or maybe you're a, a gymnast or a sports person that what, uh, holding on to a racket or uh, holding on to the bars gives you rough bits in your hands. Notice all the lines on your palm. Where do they run? How deep are they? How many is there? Which ones are like little tiny fine lines and which ones are deeper and longer and maybe some of them have almost little branches that run off them. Have you noticed that before? And the lines in the folds of your fingers, what do they look like? Is your fingers a little bit dehydrated and they're a little bit wrinkly by your fingertips? Sure sign that you need to drink more water throughout the day. Just saying, just saying. And maybe the line in the fold where your hand joins your wrist or maybe it's a, a few different lines maybe if you just like flex your hand a little bit it's almost like it turns into a few several stripes across the bottom of your hand there into your wrist hello wrist and then maybe as you turn your hand over if you look at the back of your hand and just notice how different that is is it a different color than the palm of your hand are there fewer lines on the back of your hand than there are on the front you wriggle your fingers a little bit can you see the bones and you that spread across your hand or maybe like me you can see some of the blood vessels across the back of your hands and the lines on your fingers are a little bit different aren't they they're kind of more like little swirly circles rather than just a set of straight lines just across your knuckles there what are your nails like do you bite them or are they long 
beautiful nails or are they well manicured nails have a take a look at you are your nails a different color than the rest of your finger they may be a little bit lighter or do you have nail varnish on them perhaps they're a bit twinkly and sparkly today have you got a ring on a finger has it left a line where it's been sitting all the things that you can just notice about your hands that you never took the time to do before how amazing is that hand incredible isn't it that we have such touch perception in our fingers and then sometimes when your hands get cold they go a different colour again don't they <laughs> be curious about your hands okay let's do something maybe a little bit more fun now how about dancing mindfully motion creates emotion so why not use your body to create some mindful distraction, change your thoughts and your emotional state and end up feeling great? Sounds good to me. So find a piece of music that you love. One of those pieces of music that like you can't help but tap your toe to, move about to, makes you want to move, makes you want to sing along, makes you want to dance. Yeah, you might want to go somewhere where nobody can see, unless you just don't care. You're just going to dance <laughs> anyway. So maybe you're going to run off to your room right now, find that song, turn up the volume if you're home alone or put in your headphones so you can turn it up a bit and not have anybody shouting at you, turn that music down, <laughs> you don't come knock on your door. So put your headphones in if you need to, shut your bedroom door and just focus on that music, listen to the beat, listen to the rhythm, the melody. Move your body in whatever way it wants to sway. Let your movements just flow to the music and just focus on the music and your moves. Feel it in your body, hear it in your ears. Notice the different pace and volume and beats as it goes through your song, your favourite music. And just concentrate on nothing else but the music and your movement until it's all the way through that particular piece and then notice how you feel at the end of it if you're anything like me usually I don't do it once I've done it once I have to do it again it feels so good <laughs> you might want to do it a couple of times that's amazing go for it other mindful activities that you might do because there's got to be something for everybody right and it'll be different for you maybe you are a young person who loves to cook or bake Baking. I remember my, my youngest daughter loved to disappear into baking. It's funny because she just would love baking, just the doing of baking and the preparation and dipping her finger in and tasting the mixture. She was making chocolate brownies or the smell of it cooking. She didn't even like to eat them. She wasn't a really, didn't really have a sweet tooth, but she loved to bake. And then she would give all the brownies away to her friends. Maybe cooking or baking could be mindful for you. Or colouring. That's a great thing to just disappear into. You get lots of mindfulness colouring books, can't you, these days? And they're quite detailed just to get you engrossed in it. And time disappears for, gosh, half an hour before you know it. Or doing a jigsaw. That can be really mindful. I should just concentrating on the pieces and the shapes and the colours and matching it to make the picture. Gosh, I've lost many an hour doing a jigsaw. Happened at Christmas, actually. Or drawing something around you. 
picking something that's you know, an object or a scene around you, either in your bedroom or maybe outside the window and just taking time to just concentrate on that, drawing it mindfully. I've been here today, had a mindful five minutes just observing the snow falling outside my window, watching the different ways that the snowflakes fell. Some were falling straight down, some were blowing sideways, some of them just seemed to dance in the air. They just seemed to flutter around going up and down and sideways before they drifted down. It was quite mesmerising. You can be mindful anytime, literally doing anything. Having a shower and noticing the sound of the water in the shower, the feel of the water on your skin, the smell of the shower gel, or sitting on your bed and noticing how the mattress feels underneath you. Is it soft or is it firm or is it lumpy? <laughs> is it smooth? <laughs> the colour or the texture of the duvet or the blanket. You notice the weave of the material and the pattern it makes. It's so easy to just disappear into a different world, isn't it, when you really start to notice the things around you and take notice at that more detail of them. But you have to practice it to make it a habit. So why not make it again this week? Have mindfulness moments. Gosh, easy for you to say. <laughs> mindfulness moments and mindfulness minutes throughout the day. Stopping every now and again and really noticing something that you're doing or something around you. Taking in all of the information, the sounds, the sight, the textures, the smells, the tastes, whatever it is you'll be mindful about. What's the weirdest thing you could be mindful about? Maybe you'll message me or email me to let me know. I'm kind of intrigued and a little bit scared about the answers that I might get for that one, but it'll be fun to hear what you've been mindful about this week. And of course, you can combine mindfulness and meditation. Have a mindful meditation. Like we started to practice last week, noticing your breath and how it sounds, how it feels differently when you breathe in and out through your mouth compared to when you breathe in and out through your nose. Notice how it sounds and feels differently when you breathe normally and then breathe deliberately. That could be deliberately deep breaths or deliberately slowly or deliberately breathing in slowly and breathing out forcefully. Mindfully meditate to the sound of water or the sounds of nature or maybe the sounds of bells chiming or jingling. There's so many ways to experiment with both meditation and being mindful. So experiment lots and find your own favourites over the next few days and get into the habit of stopping and doing it because then when you really need it, it will come easy for you to do that to distract yourself. So next week, we're going to talk about sleep and I think maybe combine some meditation and mindfulness into some suggestions for easier, more restful, more re-energising sleep, especially if your sleep has been a little bit challenged over the last few months, whether you're finding it difficult to go to sleep or maybe difficult to wake up in the morning or perhaps waking up through the night. Sleep is one of my favourite topics 
especially for teens, because it's so important and completely underrated. And I have been guilty of underrating sleep throughout my life too. And I'm really now beginning to appreciate more and more the value of sleep and how it allows me to feel when I can get a really great good night's sleep, both in quality and quantity. So join me next week for all of that. You have been listening to me, TJ Dow, in this The Spark to Your Success podcast. Until next week, be mindful. Bye for now. <laughs>